So, you had proposed as a topic of conversation, seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do you mean by that? Um, to, to respond, I would like to offer you a collage of sensory details. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, pumpkin spice latte. Barf. Uh, second, uh, glittery felt Halloween streamers. Barf. Um... Oh, what else did I have? Uh, third, um, my recording nook is um, a a bonus room in our home that is surrounded by exterior walls. Mm-hmm. So it is actually extremely chilly in here right mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah. So it's it's almost like it's a wing of the house, the recording wing. Mm-hmm. Um, if the wing were on on the top, mm-hmm. yeah. Just like a single wing coming out of the head of the house. Ah, sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. I, yes, uh, I a seasonal collage. <laughs> I have I have a related seasonal item that I saw today that I did not share with Courtney. I was at the grocery store earlier, and uh, over in the dairy section, someone had taken some big, like uh, eighteen inch across, fuzzy spider decorations and positioned them so they were like crawling up the orange juice and and peeking around the top of the of one of the end caps that was full of Mexican cheese and yeah, it was it was um, <laughs> it was. Pretty gross and creepy. Oh my goodness. So they were on the product. Uh, some of them were. Some of them were just on the shelves. But yeah, the one the one in the orange juice was like crawling up the orange juice. Like it was literally oh, on the orange juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm glad I came and not Courtney. That would not have gone over well. <laughs> yes. A seasonal creep. Mm. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Or a seasonal gallop. I have found myself saying um, a couple of times in the last 48 hours, boy, it sure is getting chilly fast for it to only be October. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's fall. (laughs) Pretty much. You are listening to Priority, a podcast about choices, limitations, and getting stuff done. Priority is hosted by Katie Leibman and her brother, Max Leibman. That's me. Today's episode is entitled The Two-Faced God of Your Morning Coffee. For complete show notes, including links to anything we discuss on the podcast today, visit us online at priority.fm slash 36. Yeah, so um, I didn't literally want to talk about um, seasonal beverages and, and glittery decorations. Um, I've actually not partaken in a pumpkin spice latte, um, but I, at our at a local uh, gift shop, coffee shop thing here in town, um, <laughs> some some young people, some youths, um, even younger than me, walked in, and the proprietor. Um, wanted to know if they'd like coffee and what they're thinking about. And the woman said that she wanted to think a minute, but then the man, then the man said, um, that they had pumpkin spice lattes in for the season. Mm. Um, and she said, Oh, never mind that. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm I leaving. like that. No, no, no. She wanted, she was yeah. in. He knew. Speaking of spider to a web. Yeah. yeah. Pulled her right mm. in. Um, so that was on the Sure. Mind. Um, but I have also just decorated for, for the Halloween mm. as it is now season. Yeah. So uh, 
again, not that I literally wanted to talk about those things, but as happens for me, um, and I don't know where exactly this comes from, but I, I am really drawn to moments of transition such as this, um, when it is time to decorate for a new holiday mm-hmm. or anticipate um, the changing in the weather or, or starting to notice, to recognize changes happening. Um, so I thought maybe we could dive in and just see what happens. Sure. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I think one thing is it's going to get colder and the leaves are going to turn brown. Good job. Uh, yep. I'm with you there. <laughs> yes, I went to kindergarten. I, I know what fall is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can even spell <laughs> F-A-U. Wait, let me start over. Foul. Foul. Um, F-O-W. Uh, no, hold on. I got this. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's good. I think it's good. I think it's very relevant. Um, speaking in terms of, of time management and, and time-related issues, you know, life, work, et cetera, that we talk about here. Um, uh, for sort of modern Western um, cultures, I think it's also very relevant uh, to both of our lives right now in that we are both currently students, and there is certainly um, a, a school year, um, although I'm, I took classes through the summer, so, I mean, I didn't really start in the fall this time around, but, you know... Um, <laughs> There's there's definitely a lot of seasonality to that, um, by association for sure, um, and I mean I don't know it feels very relevant to me because I also feel like I have I have just skipped over most of a season because like it seemed like it was summer you know, um, just getting to be summer a week ago, <laughs> now it is mm-hmm. October, uh, mm-hmm. so there's definitely something in in the way we mark time and what what sort of tells us you know we are we are moving through it. Um, that a lot of, you know, at least in climates like ours, a lot of seasonality is wrapped up in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you said sensory stuff, too, there was something I was thinking about heading into this. I mean, one one big seasonal thing for me um, that has, has loomed large in my mind uh, as, as a mostly positive, although sometimes, like, when negative, just in, a, in sort of a sad, you know, wistful, longing, nostalgic way, um, is, is specifically fall and, and that season of coming back to school, um, mm. particularly, you know, in a college sense, cause you know, who wants to go back to high school? Um, <laughs> if you're really looking forward to August, like the junior year, junior year of high school, then, you know, <laughs> you forever, but <laughs> college on the other hand, college is a different ball game. And, um, yeah, it, just thinking about like the sensory things, like even just silly stuff, like, like the way a dorm smells after the summer. Um, which I mean, it's a dorm. It's going to smell all, all here, you know? Yeah, I was going to say. But mm-hmm. I mean, there is something particular about it having been either mostly empty or at least emptier. I mean, even dorms that have summer occupancy, there's usually whole weeks that, that they're not full and they're generally not full all the way, the same way they would be during the school year. And you come in and, you know, it's been warmer. The mildew smells differently. Um, things smell a little cleaner as well, though. I don't know. You just get that particular, mm-hmm. you get hit in the face with it the first time you walk into a dorm in the fall. Um, mm-hmm. And in other institutional buildings, when I, when I catch a whiff of that, you know, some particular combination of mildew and cleaning products and old construction and ancient HVAC <laughs> systems. Um, You're really selling this right now. <laughs> well, and it's not that it's, that's the thing though, is it's not that it's a good smell, but because it's because it is associated with this very positive transition period this hopeful aspirational starting new things period of time mm-hmm. um 
you know, it's like, yes, this is what this part of the cycle smells like, you know. And I, I cast that, you know, downtown, I, I work in a great big building that is connected to several other great big buildings by skywalks. And, you know, walking through some of those sometimes, like, you just, you hit that particular combination of, again, <laughs> chemicals and decay. Um, and it's like, oh, this smells <laughs> like a dorm. Oh. And yeah, I'm back there. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I... You know, and I remind my students of this all the time, too. Um, We know that smell is most strongly linked with memory in the Mm -hmm. brain. Um, So these really really are triggers, these different things, um, for memory and experience and, um, you know, the knowledge we carry with each part of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I mentioned I don't know exactly where this – this is something I I pay attention to quite a bit – and again, I don't know if some of that might come from being from the Midwest and having always experienced seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, brother, um, do we experience seasons? <laughs> yeah, you betcha. Sometimes it doesn't even know what it wants to be. Um, we just sort of wander. Um, but also, I have never not been in school <laughs> since preschool. <laughs> that is quite literal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that moment in fall when we are back to school. Um, so it's the sensory stuff. It's the weather. It's, um, the stores creating whole sections Mm -hmm. for school supplies. Um, I, it is very whimsical for me because it's an important part of my life. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I I mentioned before, like, I mean, seasonality is a lot of how we mark time in a way, you know, we, Mm -hmm. it's how we notice that the year is passing. Um, Mm-hmm. And and in your case, in the case of somebody who's in school, my case to an extent too. Although right now, I mean, I'm in, you know I'm in a place where I'm I'm not in some traditional four year program where it's like you know sophomore junior. I'm basically just counting credit hours, so it doesn't you know it doesn't mm-hmm. quite have the same flow to it. But um, to someone who is expecting to be in a program for a set number of years, um, high school or college, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, or first year, second year, third year fifth year, mm-hmm. tenth year, however you want to count them, whatever you want to call them, it's also a marker of progress. Um, you mm-hmm. know, this this feeling is like, oh, we're coming through another fall transition, so therefore we have reached that next level. We've leveled up. Mm-hmm. You're you're yeah. now a third level cleric and you have better spells. Mm-hmm. I wish there were <laughs> I'm a third year Well, thinking of that, I'm a third year doctoral student, but uh something that's weird about that and the way that I think about that program. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I definitely think of myself as a student and I, you know, in my other capacities too, I'm talking to people about my homework and my, the things that I'm doing there. Mm -hmm. Um, But because I'm working on the PhD part time and I really don't know when I'm going to be done, it's a very weird amorphous uh, trajectory. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that it's, it's not a problem necessarily. I'm not right going too slowly. I'm exactly on pace as I should be, but I also still, there, there are so many unknowns right. that I, I, people ask me when I'm going to be done and I really don't yeah, know. Yeah. You're no, you're no and longer measuring really in w- school years. Kind of like the same place I am. Yeah. Like I'm, I, and mine's simpler mm-hmm. than yours because I'm just basically counting. I'm checking things off a list yeah. and saying, okay, I got mm-hmm. that one. And I need so mm-hmm. many of this and so many of that. And then I'm done. And whereas yeah. you are, you know, you, you have a much more complicated <laughs> series of things that, you know, it's a big amorphous project. Um, mm-hmm. With a lot of a lot of things to do along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it is almost when when people 
when we're introducing ourselves as, as students and other people who did start at the same time as me who say third year PhD, when I say that, <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm in some sort of in-between state because I'm not really with my cohort mm-hmm. right now. They've passed me by now, um, which is nice then, though, because then I, I get to um, I get to learn from their experiences mm-hmm. before I have to do that's it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Let them stumble into the traps. Pretty much. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure he got this from somewhere else, but uh, Scott McCloud has a line in, I think it's in Understanding Comics, but it might be in, in the follow-up book. I'll, I'll figure out which one for show notes. But uh, a line where he says, you know, the definition of a pilgrim is the person – or." Uh, not Pilgrim, um, Pioneer, sorry. <laughs> Kidding my historical Ooh. figures who are uh, badly over-mythologized in American history. Confused. Uh-huh. Uh, the Boats are the definition of a pioneer is the guy ahead of you on the trail with an arrow in his back. Mm. You're letting, them, you're letting yeah. them get the arrows. The mm. slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. <laughs> yes. Ding. Shakespeare um. was a pioneer of a sort. Yeah. No, I'm good being the second pioneer. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the second arrow, but mm-hmm. not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I said pilgrims because yeah. we're talking mm-hmm. about seasonality and fall especially. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're jumping yeah. ahead to, to turkey Jump, day. Jumping ahead to, uh, to um, yeah, to, to that, that day, which we probably shouldn't name because it's a sore subject with a percentage of the population. Mm-hmm. Legitimate grievances, I silly. would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so one pretty dorky thing, but fun that I wanted to bring up. Um, I knew that I had written about this idea before that one of these moments of change or, or moments of transition, I guess, um, is a good time for reflection. Um, and I had actually written a post for a nonprofit organization that's, um, centered around the, the competitive forensics community, the college forensics community. Um, so I'd written this post around the new year. When was it? Um, and I'll get it in show notes. Um, but I remembered that the thing that got me thinking about it was um, I was doing some research on the new year and the month of January, mm-hmm. um, and I ended up researching Janus, so the Roman god, for which January is named on our calendar. Um, and this was just fun, and it, it made a lot of sense and was a great <laughs> gateway into this post that I wrote. Um, so Janus, this Roman god, was the overseer of transitions or passages. So he was associated with a lot of different things, from gates and doorways and, and literal passages, um, but also things like birth, um, the difference between seasons of war and peace. This is, this is the one with um, the two faces facing two different directions, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he... So, so associated with being two-faced. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting because the two are supposed to symbolize uh, one face looking forward and one face looking back. But he's also associated with the idea of two-facedness. In a bad way too. I mean, in I my thought I was making a joke. Interpretation. <laughs> I thought what? I was making a joke, but no, he really did do... have two faces. Yeah, no, no, I know yeah. he had two faces, but I was. I oh, thought okay. like the the two faced part was something that you know was not generally associated with. with mm-hmm. him. Um, because I checked, um, as I want to do, I checked the OED, <laughs> <laughs> the the Oxford English Dictionary, um, and I was looking at 
um, his entry or the entry for the word January. January is a word. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had a mention of, you know, the, the OED will pull specific usages of the word. Uh, I don't think it was Shakespeare. It might have been someone a little earlier than Shakespeare had a comment like, um, oh, but it was basically calling someone two-faced, but it called them like a Janus face. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it looks like in usage over the years, some people have used it that way. Um, yeah. But it seems like the Romans, for the Romans, he was, um, you know, as most of the gods were, they could be um, mischievous and they could be meddlesome or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you want a god looking out for the birth of a child or... Right. A time of war, right. a time of peace. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was thinking about that and the way that. Um, oh, there was also an interesting thing. Um, and most of this was just light reading. Um, I was on the Wikipedia page for Janice, things like that. Um, so, so basically, so, doing scholarly research. Oh, you betcha. At an advanced know, I was in PhD. Stage one of any good scholarly research. <laughs> At an advanced PhD level. Uh huh. Step one: Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Step two, go try other stuff. You know, honestly, for a lot of these kinds of topics, step one for me isn't even Google it. Although I will often use Google for this instead of going straight to Wikipedia. I will often type in or say, Mm -hmm. if I'm using Siri, like whatever I'm looking for, and then the word wiki, just to force Wikipedia to the top of the list. Mm -hmm. Well, if Google isn't already pulling it out in that handy side box that they Mm -hmm. do for so many things. Um, but yeah, so this is interesting. So um, different rites associated with Janus would be things like marking the new year, and that's why I, would, I had looked him up in the first yeah. place, um, or the beginning of each month, mornings was his time of day, um, but also the sailing season. So when the winds would change mm-hmm. for the season and sailing would become um, more or less dangerous or more or less profitable, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then I was thinking about that cool idea of the winds of change. This is a, you know, a common phrase, um, which now I'm thinking about. It. I should have looked and see to see if I could figure out when that originated or how that sort of got popularized. Um, um, yeah, probably sometime in the era when sailing was the thing. <laughs> I would think. Mm-hmm. I, I like what you said about morning being his time, though, and I pictured like Janus, this this two faced roman god like you know in in the garb of a roman god sitting on the back patio of a modern house like in the hills uh with a warm cup of coffee saying mornings are my time (laughs) i drink soldiers (laughs) janice the two-faced god of your morning coffee um yeah, but that that looking forward and backward is a is a good idea, I think, to to explore a little bit here because I think a lot of what what makes some of these moments so powerful, like for instance, fall, like coming into fall, coming into a new school year. If if you have kids go who go to school, or if you yourself are in school, like why that's so potent is because you kind of you you are doing that in that moment. You know, you are looking ahead at a new school year. Like that's, if there's anything positive or exciting about it, partly it's probably because you're at the beginning of something new. You know, this school year, Mm -hmm. I'm really going to get it right. This school year, these classes are really going to be interesting. This school year, I'm going to be that much closer to my goal. You know, and I'm starting off Mm -hmm. clean slate. You know, we can set aside the mistakes I made last spring semester and, you know, have, have a great, 
great start to a new school year right here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if it's if it's if it has any other positive or negative associations, those are because you are also looking back. You are repeating. Um, you know, like I was talking about the smell of the dorm. Like the smell of the dorm is only significant because I've smelled it before. <laughs> um, it it would just be you know a stinky old building otherwise. Uh, mm-hmm. but I'm, you know, if you've been there before, you're looking back as well. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of moments that, that we, that we sort of hold up as these sort of landmarks have that, you know, you are looking forward and looking back. Like when the Christmas season starts, you are, you are planning what you've got to do and you've got to buy gifts and you need to decorate and you have this party to go to and that party to go to. And, you know, when are we going to be at which family's house, all that stuff, you know, you are looking mm-hmm. forward and planning. But the reason that any of that is, is significant beyond the fact that it's a giant pain in the ass is because you're also looking back at Christmas has gone by. You have that positive mm-hmm. association or negative association with, with how it's gone in the past. Like you're always doing both at these big moments, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And if you were just doing one or the other, it would be, it would be, you know, it would be a transition. It would be a moment. It would be something, but it would not be as potent except for the fact that you are, you're Janicing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hearing the voice of the character from Friends, <laughs> Janice. Janice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's another sensory experience mm-hmm. to chalk up to this topic. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, another layer to that that I've been thinking of is, <laughs> and this ties back to our conversation about um, summer, which I can't remember if that was... Uh, in the episode where we, where we were talking about how there is no school day, um, or if that was something uh, else. I believe, I'm just guessing it was in the episode entitled Weird Summer Housewife Magazine Person. It might have been. Yeah. Yeah, it probably was. Um, <laughs> my summer identity. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So something I've been thinking of is the fact that uh, something that I don't think I had identified yet in my graduate school career was the profound differences of the different seasons of the, like these different academic rhythms. So for instance, what I was thinking about was there are some things that I wish I could take up during the school year when I've got all this energy and I've got resources and I've got all these people around me. But at the same time, I know that some things are better served if I save them for a different semester or a, or a, or a summer period or something like mm-hmm. that. So thinking about what is best, like what are the things that sort of belong to each season and what would serve me best for organizing my work? Sure. Yeah. And I don't know if that's something that's ever, that I don't know if that would translate to your life at all. If that... Well, and to be honest, um, not only does it translate well, but one of the several things that I, I kind of have prepped on when you suggested seasons as a topic, um, I think relates somewhat to that. Because um, hmm. I do think there is, um, <laughs> there's a season for all things in life. Um, turn, turn, turn. <laughs> uh, I, there's a, um, I, I, there is definitely a rhythm to things where there's there's going to be certain periods that are more useful um, to be thought of as a unit when thinking of your life at, at certain removes. Um, mm-hmm. And to, to clarify that shitty sentence a little bit, um, I will no, I will, I I will draw on uh, I will draw on the work of someone I don't think I've spoken about on this podcast before named David Allen, who has written a book. Oh my god, I was actually excited. <laughs> 
who's written a book called Getting Things Done that I'm sure no one has ever heard of, um, especially not on this podcast. Um, One of David Allen's ideas in that book, though, um, when he talks about prioritizing and and planning and reviewing your work and your life, um, he talks about this idea of there being different levels. And in in the original edition of Getting Things Done, he talked about them as altitudes, but... um, uh, one of the things that, that in that book and, and also a little bit more, um, explicitly in, um, one of the follow-up books called Making It All Work, uh, he talks about how these different levels of, of thinking about your life also are generally best handled as something that you review and you plan for on different cycles, um, so for instance, he talks about having, you know, sort of, sort of your day-to-day actions that you take and the projects you're working on, which is, you know, anything that's going to take more than one action, but you want to get it done. Um, and that's something that you should probably be, be looking at every week, you know, not that you get all of them done every week, but that at least once a week you need to check in with everything and see how it's going and think about it and think it through. Um, but then there's, there's higher levels. There's like, you know, what are, what are the different categories? What are the different roles in your life? What are the different, the different areas of focus or responsibility, um, is his term for it. And that's something you should probably check in on maybe once a month and, and sort of adjust and see where you're at. Um, and then you've got sort of one to two year goals. You have these, these bigger, bigger chunks of things that he recommends you check in with about once a quarter. Um, you know, and up through, up through higher level stuff that you might even just want to look at semi-annually or every year. Um, but it's, I, I think it's, it's, it's definitely a powerful thing. You know, there are certain things that are best thought of in terms of, you know, what is this season going to be about? You know, there's, there's projects like we need to get the toilet fixed. That is just something you can do, you know, and you may or may not have time for it right now, but it doesn't have to be a summer project or a winter project. Like it's just a project, but there's other things where it's like, you know, this is gonna, this is like a big thing I want to get done this year. And it's going to take a season's worth of focused work, you know. Is this going to be my thing for the summer? Um, so, so yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I, I think even, even somebody who does not have sort of the academic life where the summer is that different, or who has kids in the academic life where the summer takes on a different character for other reasons, sort of the reverse reason, mm-hmm. um, now you have more to deal with in the summer. Um, <laughs> I think it's still healthy to, to keep in mind that, that, you know, a season even if it looks more or less like the others because your work doesn't change, is still a useful unit of time, you know, to say, is this the right season for this big thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And there's, I mean, certainly there are there are things that you should be thinking of only that infrequently anyhow, but you still probably want to want to make regular. Um, uh, you talked about decorating, you know, for, for a new <laughs> holiday. Um, I'm starting to collect more of those things that like, I'm, you know, okay, we need to, to flip the mattress on this date and I need to replace my toothbrush on this date. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really trying with those quarterly things that usually only end up happening semi-annually <laughs> to, to <laughs> note them out in the future and then, then really tie them where I can to, to the changing of the seasons. Um, which is also, again, back to getting things done. I also do now make a habit of, you know, once a quarter, I do sit down and say, okay, you know, what, what are the big, big things that are going to be different? I'm going to focus on, you know, this quarter Mm -hmm. as a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I like that idea of, of tying some of these things to seasons. Um, something similar that I've just taken up is, um, you know, as a, as a writerly person, um, (laughs) <laughs> submitting to 
especially creative writing journals and things like that mm-hmm. is something that I, I have been, this, this is a good example. It's something that I have been sort of neglecting during the school mm-hmm. year. And then I will tell myself, Oh, once May rolls around, then I will do it. Well, the problem, and I ran into this two years in a row and still didn't do anything about it. I just didn't think about sure. it. Um, <laughs> is that a lot of academic journals and, and uh, creative writing journals are run by higher education institutions and they don't have readers in the summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the submissions are not open in the summer uh, for the vast majority <laughs> of journals. So there's no one to submit to. I literally can't send them anything. Um, so what I did finally this summer, I mean, I found a few that were still open that had open calls. Um, so I sent some stuff out um, just to stay in the habit of it. Sure. But I made uh, a monthly calendar reminder for the first of every month during the school year. So I can just say, okay, new month, I'm going to see where I haven't set in a while and and do a couple (laughs) every month um, at the start of the month. So I sort of tied that to fresh month, fresh submissions, go find a few. Um, Yeah. Yeah, because I was being really silly about that seasonality. (laughs) That wasn't going to change, but I forgot about it two years in a row. Right, right. Well, and I mean that that mm-hmm. does happen. Um, that's that is something else to keep in mind with this with this idea of seasonality is there will be seasons that aren't good for things. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast before. This time for real, it's not a setup for a joke. Um, uh, for for various reasons, I haven't. But I mean, we've we've announced it online on Facebook and Twitter. So what the hell? Here we go. Um, my wife is currently pregnant. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> next March, uh, if all goes to plan, late March, we are going to enter a season when not much of anything is going to get done, um, including <laughs> sleep. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, and, and yeah, I, you have a good plan here of, of, you know, breaking it down, like on a monthly rhythm, I'm going to come back to this. And, and I think that's healthy mm-hmm. because even if you don't always actually get anything submitted done and submitted you have that monthly rhythm in place so as long as you're coming back and saying okay (laughs) i didn't do that last month but now's the time when i check in and say okay time to do this again you know right i think i think a lot of the value of like uh, david allen's idea of the weekly review or or these slower you know longer period reviews of any kind of routine regular schedule that i'm going to check in on this is even if you didn't do it at least you can come back and be honest about it and remind yourself and you know Mm-hmm. instead of it just becoming a thing like I've been meaning to do that next week for the last two years. Um, <laughs> but but I would also say, you know, there are also, it's also possible that there are seasons where that kind of stuff just isn't going to fit. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in school right now in, um, uh, technically I was only taking six credit hours worth of classes, but it was as fast as nine because I was taking one of them in sort of a half semester term. Um, and now I've signed up for another one of those half semester term classes right after. So I am taking nine credit hours on top of a full time job and, you know, all kinds of household stuff and, and this. Um, and there were things that heading into the fall, I was like, yeah, I'm also going to work on that. <laughs> and mm. they have not happened. Um, one of which is, is it's sort of kind of obvious that it wasn't going to happen. Um, I'm, I was the summer studying for a uh, certification examination that I was going to take, um, which I still plan mm-hmm. to at some point, um, uh, a project management certification. But um, I haven't cracked that book in three months because, <laughs> you know, this is not the season for that. There are other study type things going on right now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just going to be, that's going to be true. And, and like no amount of, well, every week or every month I should work on this is going to change the fact that, you know, in some seasons things just don't fit. Um, mm-hmm. which is this current season and also the spring. Cause again, baby. Hashtag baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think one of the important things that's already sort of emerging from this is that some stuff is easy, right? If you want to stay on top of some seasonal stuff, you just sort of have to do it, right? It's mm-hmm. hard landscape. So, right, right. you know, I was looking at this past week as my window for if I'm going to decorate for Halloween, <laughs> this could be ultimately appropriate because it's going to be the first in the middle of this week mm-hmm. um, or the end of the week, I suppose. It was Thursday? Yeah. Correct. Thursday was the first of October. So a couple weeks ago, I had that in my brain as the sort of, that was my my anchor for this project. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's going to happen, it ought to happen sometime around the first because then mm-hmm. I'm prepared for the month. Right. It's, a, it's a month of celebration. Did right? you did you have that written um, down or was it just in your brain? Um, not not a criticizing it was, question. It's it's a good illustration of something we've talked about before, though. If it was just in your brain, yeah, no, and, and taskless last week. Right. Um, well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking if this was just like you had it in your mind, like the first is when I'm going to decorate for October. That is an implementation intention. You have tied mm-hmm. your activity to an external trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, for most of September, it was not written down anywhere. Mm-hmm. But about two weeks ago, um, <laughs> my my personal life is sort of magical. I got my <laughs> husband to go shopping with me to talk about Halloween decorations. <laughs> it was awesome. That guy is such a good sport. Um, because I wanted to make good decisions, and I have to think out loud often. So. Mm-hmm. He's my sounding board, and he helps me <laughs> make sane but fun decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so I, I drug him to a craft store, and it was wonderful. And then he carries stuff around. He's just, mm, he makes these projects happen. I mean, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so about two weeks ago, we did that. <laughs> You're just the um, idea gal. He does yeah, the heavy he, lifting. He helps it come to life. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. My sounding board. Um, my, my reacher of high places. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He is tall. Um, It's true. He is. He is. Um, we joke that we'll know we're, we're going downhill fast. If I start buying lots of ladders and step stools and things like that, (laughs) the little grabber arms, like the, like the elderly and and trash picker uppers have, Mm -hmm. um, then we know it's no good. Um, but yeah, so we, we bought all that stuff about two weeks ago. So then I added it to my, my active task list, um, as we talked about last week. Sure. Um, so it was on my... Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I was, just, I was just thinking when you said you had it in your brain, I was talking last week, and, and aside from flossing, I was struggling to find a really good example of an implementation <laughs> intention, but that would be one. If, if you just, you, you thought about it enough in your mind and tied it to that date, that when that date came, you just knew, like, okay, time to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say that's fair. Because yeah. for most of September, whenever I thought about it, mm-hmm. I would sort of, not not explicitly in mm-hmm. this language, remind myself, but say, okay, remember, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. October 1st is the anchor. Yeah. I've, like, that week is sort of it. Like, last year, I kind of did that with Christmas. I had a particular weekend um, ahead of Thanksgiving, because mm-hmm. we were going to be too busy Thanksgiving weekend to do anything, but... Um, where I was like, okay, you know, this is the time when I'm going to want to decorate. And I just, I just, you know, kept it that way. But I think this year I'm probably going to 
put it on the calendar so I'm reminded a couple of weeks ahead of time because I've just been so busy. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so some of this stuff, I mean, that's an easy decision right. to make. Yeah, back to, your, once... back to your point <laughs> about... Oh, wait, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's all supporting. This is all ambiance, right? Mm. Yes, like <laughs> like a nice, you know, the, the leaves blowing in the wind and, and the smell of the pumpkin pie and the ambiance. Did you say the smell of pumpkin pie in the ambiance? Uh, I trailed off, and then I said ambiance. But yes, I do cook oh. my pie in the ambiance. Mm, it sounds like a, a pretentious brand name of oven. While listening to music by ambiance. Oh my god! So anyhow, what we're coming to is that some of this stuff is easy, but... <laughs> <laughs> good bridge. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. I drug us, so us off course and then I just drug us right back. No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm recovering from ambiance. <laughs> I need to stretch or something. Yikes. Mm. Um, <laughs> yes, so some of this is, like some seasonal stuff is hard landscape, as David Allen would say. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't decorate in time for a holiday, you have sort of failed that right. seasonal project. If you don't mow your um, lawn before the first snow, you're not mowing your <laughs> lawn until spring. <laughs> now I'm picturing someone trying to plow and then mow. Like, I'm going to do it. I got to check it off. It's like, dude, just take it off the list. Don't check it off. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah. So some of it, yeah, some of it's hard landscape and some of it, you know, uh, like my my submission mm-hmm. example, Um you there is some intentionality to it too Mm -hmm. um you know even if we weren't talking about um weather seasons or or calendar um less calendar related stuff i was thinking about the idea too that i think for some people's jobs (laughs) um i can think of a gal at, at my institution who does it seems like most of the coordinating work for our institution's homecoming celebration Mm -hmm. Um, and that's sort of seasonal because it's, it's purposely in the fall, it's tied to a, a, a sporting event and all right. this. Well, several sort of sporting events and all that. But those major projects really do define her year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's homecoming planning season. It's right. commencement planning season. It's this reunion we do at this time mm-hmm. every year planning season. For sure. Um, and I'm sure for a lot of people, I don't know if you've had this experience where there is a major yearly project that really changes the landscape of mm-hmm. your job for that period. Well, I mean, it wasn't part of my job, but uh, for many years, um, both as one of the main planners and even just one of the ancillary ones, I had, I did have a major annual project that changed the <laughs> landscape um, when we were involved with NLS. Um, you know, the, right. that summer seminar in June. Um, you know, it totally took over June and a lot of May many years. And it, it, it's, you know, it is a big landmark. Like my years used to revolve around two poles, um, sort of the Christmas, New Year's week and NLS in June. Um, so yeah, I totally can relate to that. The, the leadership new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the leadership new year mm-hmm. observed, observed by the nation of leaders. That sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> June Fool's Day, they called it in the West. No, they didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. You, Janice face. Uh, I'm getting a little ping pong here. Uh, yeah. Well, 
I've just decided I'm going to make obscure uh, Roman references as mm. uh, as new insults. Yeah. You said something, uh, you used a word a moment ago that I really liked, uh, which is intentionality. Um, mm. And uh, and when talking about seasons in particular, I think that's that might, that's a good, intentionality is a good pattern to think about. Um, because, and this, this applies to more than just seasons, but I think seasons are a great natural illustration. Um, a lot of this stuff, even if it's sort of recurrent, even if you can make it sort of your, your, your seasonal pattern, your annual pattern, whatever, mm-hmm. um, there still needs to be some intentionality about it because a lot of stuff is going to happen, you know, especially talking about seasons, whether you're intentional about it or not. Like you can decide how well to keep up the outside of your house, which is something you're going to have to decide now being a homeowner. Um, (laughs) But like whether you do or not, winter is coming, you know, Um, whether whether or not you you decide that it's important enough to put on a calendar or or have some other reminder about to clean out your gutters at a certain point, you know, at some point (laughs) you're either going to do that or enough rain is going to fall to cause you a problem um, roof wise, Uh, you know. Um, these, these things are coming whether or not you want them to. And that's, that's more than even just, you know, um, seasons in terms of weather. I mean, talking, talking about school as well. Um, you know, if you're, if you're somebody who's thinking about going back to school or taking some classes or going for some kind of certification, um, the deadline to apply for this fall is going to come and go, whether or not you do Mm -hmm. anything about it. And you can't just, for a lot of programs anyhow, I mean, I know there's there's exceptions to this, but at this point, there are definitely exceptions. You can't just start whenever you feel like it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a rhythm to that. There is a season to that. And if you are not intentional about getting involved with it um, and then intentional about making it fit in, it's going to pass you by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, seasons, yeah. there's seasons of life. If you're not intentional about, for instance, I, I mentioned we're having a baby, you know, starting a family that eventually does pass you by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the windows of opportunity will change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not always they'll, they'll just sort of slip away, but um, maybe a better moment is somewhere in the future and waiting would behoove you mm-hmm. right. to get some better circumstances. That's, that's, yeah, for that's also choice. true. That's also true. You know, if you, if you mm-hmm. force your timing, you might be in a worse spot too. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, could go either way. Yeah. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> yeah, there's a, um, a, a one other thing that it, it doesn't really, it's not quite a seasonal thing, but just thinking about different kinds of time. I saw something this week that um, I, I might have seen this before. I'm not sure. I, if so, I forgot about it. It really made me smile, though. There's a company called Levenger that makes... Um, they make a lot of things. They're kind of like um, high-end, fancy um, office products and, and like, book-reading-related paraphernalia and, like, nice nice bags and things. But they also have this line of notebooks mm-hmm. called Circa, which are uh, disc-bound, you know, sort of customizable planners and notebooks and things. And they have a particular planner that is called Week's End, that is every page of the planner is just a Saturday and a Sunday. And that's it. Like nothing for oh. Monday through Friday. <laughs> sort of, I, okay. I, I think either to appeal to people who have very routine weekday lives and don't really need much structure there, but have a lot going on on the weekends or perhaps to, you know, for people who like, you know, well, I'm at work all week and I'm in Outlook and that's where my tasks and appointments are, but then I need something for the weekend. I don't know. 
Um, mm-hmm. But it just it struck me as interesting. I think most people who have who have a have a time management tool they only use for one or the other would use it for the week and then ignore it on the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, just just an interesting reflection of this idea that there are different kinds of time as we flow mm. through our in that case just week, but. You know, I think that's true. A lot of people, uh, young people in particular, will use a planner during the school year and then forget about it all summer. <laughs> no, that's super interesting because I think, um, I think that the way you, oh, how am I, I'm trying to think of a way to say this. The way that you, uh, this is going to be really bad. Maybe you can help me too. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you, think about and organize this stuff is going to like reinforce nope this is coming out wrong like the way you make this stuff looks look will reinforce the way you think about it Mm -hmm. so what i'm what i'm thinking about is that if you treat your weekends as that different than your week then it will feel that different Mm -hmm. oh absolutely you know what i mean yeah no i think i think that's right um <clears throat> there's a, a quote, um, I'm not going to Google for it right now, but I'm, I'm sure I will find the original author for show notes. Um, uh, something along the lines of, of first we make our habits and then our habits make us. Um, mm. which I, which I think mm-hmm. is, is a reflection of, of kind of the idea you're getting at here. Like if you, if you are making a habit of thinking about a certain part of your time in a certain way, it will start to look that way more to you. It will be more that way, and it'll be harder to stop thinking of it that way. You know, like, yes. like you're, mm-hmm. you're, it, it may be more important. Like, you might have a life where your weekend is that much more important, or your week, you know, in a more traditional flip of that. But, you know, if you treat it that way, and you, you, you know, write it down on your calendar that way, and then you execute what's on your calendar that way, uh, that's going to be even more true the next time around. And so you're even more likely to to put it on that same pedestal, you know, and I don't know, you, you put things mm-hmm. in place to, to maybe cause you think you need to put them in place to deal with this stuff, but you're also reinforcing, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you adopt a tool to deal with a particular problem, it might help you deal with that problem, but you're also reinforcing the idea that that problem needs to be dealt with in that way. Mm-hmm. Sort of in the spirit of, you know, if you put, like we talked about, if you put it on the calendar, it's real, mm-hmm. you, you are committing mm-hmm. to it. Um, well, and they talk about they talk about like dogs and children. Like if they're misbehaving, sometimes um, acknowledging the misbehavior, even to address it, is part of the problem because you're reinforcing, you know, the fact that this behavior can control you and get your attention. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So like the idea that what you give attention is going to reflect or reinforce, mm-hmm. yeah, what what power it has or what importance it right. has. Um, yeah, the only, the only example that's springing to mind, and I know that I've got more, I'll think of them as soon as we're done talking, of course, um, is <laughs> some nights when we, or some weeks when Billy and I are planning our meals or our weekends or, or things like that. Um, sometimes I, if we have a particular plan, like, okay, we are definitely going to make this food mm-hmm. and we've been planning on watching this movie or this TV mm-hmm. show. So we're definitely going to do those two things together on this night. Then I'll say, "Oh, great! It's a date night." <laughs> you know, that happens to us because too. we have this plan. Mm-hmm. What's that? That happens to us too. 
Mm-hmm. Like it, it, sometimes, then, sometimes we declare a date night, you know, without any specific plan ahead of time, and then we make the plan. But very often, like the plan emerges from these disparate pieces, and then all of a sudden, it's like boom, date night. I mm-hmm. I do hereby mm-hmm. declare date night. But yeah, but then once it's a thing, you know, and this is this gets back to, um, you know, rhetoric and linguistics and everything else. Once it has that name. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've I start thinking of it as oh, on Thursday we are having a date night. Mm-hmm. Um, that becomes an event. It is something I can anticipate and look forward to, even though it's almost exactly the same as Wednesday when we're also going to make something and then sit on the couch and watch something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, these are things that but will happen whether it's wait. date night or not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but Thursday is date night. Right. Well, isn't that exciting? Yeah, and if you declare, I, that's the, that's something that that I've heard before is like having having certain recurring things like that built in. Um, as I said last week, Franklin Covey calls them, I believe, time zones. Um, but you know, if Thursday mm-hmm. is always date night, if Tuesday is always taco night, you know, I don't know. It it, it you you it has a little bit of power in a in a way like we were talking last week with with sort of capturing and offloading things to your lists. Um, that you take some decisions off the table. Like you don't have to worry about when you and your significant other are going to spend some quality time. You know, it'd be nice to get more, but you definitely have some built in. Um, and you don't have to worry about where that is and negotiate it every week. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah, In this, Mm -hmm. you know, in the sense of seasonality though, again, you know, you, you know, you have it coming up, you know, it's, it's there. You can count on it. You can plan around it. Um, Mm Yeah. Yeah, I guess my only other practical thing, I have probably several other silly things we could say, is just that, you know, to say that seasonality is something, and I, I think we've gotten at this, but I just want to make it explicit. Like, I would say, um, there's a line Marcus Buckingham has in, in a book of his I've quoted from before, too, where he says, you know, we like we like things to be bottom-lined. We like simple versions of things. You know, spring, <laughs> summer, fall, winter is the PowerPoint version of the weather, um, is what he says, which is, is kind of clever. And, you know, that's what we usually think of when we hear seasons. Or if you're a sportsman, you might think of, of hunting seasons. Um, if you are a sports fan, you might think of your favorite sports season. Um, if you're mm-hmm. an obsessive watcher, watcher of superhero TV shows like I am, you think of the TV season. Uh, I would say seasons, though, we tend to think of in terms of these things that I've just applied the term to as being external to us. Um, but I would also, I would also be somewhat deliberate about it. Like we've been talking about and also think about what the seasons of your personal life are, you know, as you go through the year, like, you know, what is this next season going to be about for you? And if that's something that's gonna, you're gonna have to reckon with again in the future, you know, is there a time of the year you want to tie to that? You know, my cleaning and organizing season is winter, spring, Mm -hmm. you know, the traditional spring cleaning, but it doesn't have to be spring, fall, whatever. Um, you know, the time when I am going to work on household projects is X, you know, and that is my season for that. Um, but to think about that for yourself and be a little bit intentional and, and not just take seasons as these external things that happen to you, like the football season or summer or, um, the dog grandparents day season. Oh, I don't know. I was just trying to randomly make up some fake Hallmark holiday, and I couldn't come up with oh, one. I didn't know if that was a thing, yeah. if people post about that or something. No, I mean, I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> dog, <laughs> dog Grandparents Day. Uh, the robots, I, the I winter, mean, and there are, Dog Grandparents Day. There are a disgustingly large number of um, Mother and Father's Day cards from dogs now. It's I'm, I believe it. Yeah. 
So it's coming. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, if I want to talk about a fake val- uh, fake Hallmark holiday, I should have just said Valentine's Day. <laughs> Very good. But I don't. Very I don't want to be a. I don't want to be a spoiled sport. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of spoiled sport, mm-hmm. literally, um, my my. I I agree with. Um, with your reflection there and my <laughs> my one amen is yeah i definitely do feel like the football season is something that happens to <laughs> living in nebraska kind of happens to everybody oh just a, a tidal wave of husker red mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the streets mm-hmm. will run red with husker garb yeah yeah i'm picturing like sweaters slithering <laughs> along the ground like they're being pulled on a fishing wire yeah it could be could be um <laughs> The arms flapping like the guys at the inflatable guys at <laughs> car lots. I hate those guys. Go big red. I hate those guys. <laughs> mm. Inflatable guys in general. I'm I'm inflatable racist. Inflatableist. Inflatableist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Seasons. Do you have anything else you want to talk about about seasons? Mm-hmm. Or maybe seasonings. Let me just look. Um, one thing, it's it's more silly than seasonings. <laughs> um, like pumpkin pie seasoning, mm. which does not actually have pumpkin in it. Um, the the one other sort of funny thing I was going to point out, and it worked out because we were talking so much about the fall in particular. Um, <laughs> there was a day... Uh, sometimes I think it was over the summer. We had a nice, cooler, slightly breezy day sometime this summer. And, uh, Billy and I were reflecting on what a nice day it was. And I, I sort of smiled and said, oh, this feels like a fall day. Like one of the first days when we're back on campus and walking around and Billy sort of got a little sad and he said, oh, I thought it felt like a spring day when baseball is starting. So Billy doesn't like the fall mm-hmm. because it's the end. I mean, I, I'm generalizing. Right, right. But yeah, it's, and, you know. And correct. And that's, um, that's a good illustration, though, you know, um, mm-hmm. of how these things are personal and they're tied to what, what seasons are important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's beginning? What's ending? Yeah. Which of your two faces is more important? <laughs> you have been listening to Priority. Once again, for complete show notes, or if you'd like to send us feedback via email or subscribe to the show, visit us on the web at priority.fm. If you enjoyed the program today, please go to iTunes and leave us a positive rating and review, as that will help new listeners find the show. Also, if you're interested in getting updates or communicating with us via tweets, follow us on Twitter, where we are at PriorityFM. That's at P-R-I-O-R-I. T-Y-F-N. Thanks again for listening. Uh, yeah, well, I've just decided I'm going to make obscure uh, Roman references mm. as... Uh, as new insults. Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. Um, you know, we've had, you've probably had two or three pretty good tracks of uh, of routine insults to lob my way. So I think it's time for the uh, the IVth one. The what? What did you just say? IVth fourth.
was making a Roman joke. Oh. I'm cutting all nope, of this. Maybe this literally, isn't for me. literally cutting all of this out. Roman numerals. <laughs> Already done. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm not ready for these jokes. It's I, Roman I numerals. I mean, ha- how many things have you outlined in your life? You know Roman numerals. <laughs> You're a graduate student. All you do is outline. That's very, that's very presumptuous about how the writing process works for me, Max. You, you start at the top off. with that's what I'm. Rome, that's what I'm researching right, right now. Roman numeral one, theory. and you write down your first major topic, and then you write a little no, no, a. I just spell it out. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I spell out R O M A N numeral, and then O N E. Because I couldn't figure you're out how to make this. You're at Roman numeral one at the top of the page. Uh huh. Well, because I don't know how to make the, those those characters with my keyboard. It's <laughs> the Romans didn't have keyboards. How am I supposed to figure this out? How do you know Romans didn't have keyboards? You weren't there. Um, they had aqueducts. Science. Okay, <laughs> learn a book. Uh, I mean, the, why did, like, they could have just? The they, you know, it's like you've been to you've been in Spaceship Earth. They could have just gone upstairs, borrowed one from from that garage where mm-hmm. Waz is working. Oh yeah. Yeah, just walk along the track. <laughs> just hop in the car. They, in- <laughs> they invented roads. They should know how to use one. Oh, man. Um, 